Today is the 8th of August, 2022. My name is Ray. Welcome to Walking the Way. And I want to say a big thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you are joining us for the first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget, there is the Walking the Way prayer handbook and today's script, which you can download. If you'd like support Walking the Way or you'd like more information about the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk. Again, you can follow the links in the episode notes. We always start each leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray. Lord our God, we come before you in the name of Jesus. We thank you that while we're still here on earth, you give us hope and joy in his mighty name. Lord, may something be born in us through your Spirit to make us of one mind with Jesus. In all our relationships with others, may we learn that it's better to submit in patience than to dominate, better to serve than to rule, better to be the weakest than to bring pressure to bear on others. Lord, give us the attitude of Christ. Let this attitude arise in so many that there may be Christians, not only in their thoughts and their words, but also in their hearts. Loving their neighbors and at one with the Savior on every step of the way. Amen. Mark 10, 31 But many who are now first will be last, and many who are now last will be first. I've talked about God's inverse principle a lot, on walking the way, how in kingdom economics God does things upside down and back to front. Our verse today is no different. Jesus says to his disciples, but many who are now first will be last, and many who are now last will be first. It's part of a discussion that Jesus is having with his disciples about how difficult it is for those who are rich and wealthy to get into heaven. And this verse runs contrary to so much of what the world says. The world tells us that to be satisfied, to have purpose, to be loved, to have value, you need to successful. You need to be successful. You need to achieve things. You need to demonstrate that you have value and worth. And we hear all the time from politicians, from sports stars, from the media, who hold up examples of how we ought to be. And in a world that teaches that everyone lives for themselves, it's a message that has caused endless, untold amounts of damage. So for example, so for example, the suicide rates in teenagers in the US doubled in the period from 2007 to 2015. That's eight years. Levels of alcohol-related deaths in the UK rose by a staggering 19.6% in one year in the UK. And that was up to the year 2020. Links to the statistics will be in the episode notes. That's scary, that's scary, scary, scary stuff. But God's economy says that we have inherent value as the children of God. Not because of what we can do, not because of what we can earn or what we can achieve, And while it's good to have positive role models and to celebrate true heroes, they don't define us. They don't define our value because as children of God, our value is found in God. 
we're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today we read Mark 10. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? Father, as we approach your word, help us to hear it with your wisdom. Help us to respond to it with your grace. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the modern English version, and today I'm reading Mark 10. After Jesus left, he went to Judea, and then on to the other side of the Jordan River. Once again, large crowds came to him, and as usual, he taught them. Some Pharisees wanted to test Jesus, so they came up to him and asked if it was right for a man to divorce his wife. Jesus asked them, What does the law of Moses say about this? They answered, Moses allows a man to write out divorce papers and send his wife away. Jesus replied, Moses gave you this law because you are so heartless. But in the beginning, God made a man and a woman. That's why a man leaves his father and mother and gets married. He becomes like one person with his wife. Then they are no longer two people, but one. And no one should separate a couple that God has joined together. When Jesus and his disciples were back in the house, 
They asked him about what he'd said. He told them, A man divorces his wife and marries someone else who is unfaithful to his wife. A man who divorces her husband and marries again is also unfaithful. Some people brought their children to Jesus so he could bless them by placing his hands on them. But his disciples told the people to stop bothering him. When Jesus saw this, he became angry and said, Let the children come to me. Don't try to stop them. People who are like these little children belong to the kingdom of God. I promise you that you cannot get into God's kingdom unless you accept it the way a child does. Then Jesus took the children in his arms and blessed them by placing his hands on them. As Jesus was walking down a road, a man ran up to him. He knelt down and asked, Good teacher, what can I do to have eternal life? Jesus replied, Why do you call me good? Only God is good. You know the commandments, do not murder, be faithful in marriage, do not steal, do not tell lies about others, do not cheat, respect your father and mother. The man answered, Teacher, I have obeyed all of these commandments since I was a young man. Jesus looked closely at the man. He liked him and said, There's one thing you still need to do. Go sell everything you own, give the money to the poor, and you will have riches in heaven. Then come with me. When the man heard Jesus say this, he went away gloomy and sad because he was very rich. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, It's hard for a rich person to get into God's kingdom. The disciples were shocked to hear this, so Jesus told them again, It's terribly hard to get into God's kingdom. In fact, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to get into God's kingdom. Jesus' disciples were even more amazed. They asked each other, How can anyone ever be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, There are some things that people cannot do, but God can do anything. Peter replied, Remember, we left everything to be your followers. Jesus told him, You can be sure that anyone who gives up home or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or land for me and for the good news will be rewarded. In this world, they'll be given a hundred times as many houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and pieces of land, though they will also be mistreated. And in the world to come, they will have eternal life. But many who are now first will be last, and many who are now last will be first. The disciples were confused as Jesus led them towards Jerusalem, and his other followers were afraid. Once again, Jesus took the twelve disciples aside and told them what was going to happen to him. He said, We are now on our way to Jerusalem, where the Son of Man will be handed over to the chief priests and the teachers of the law of Moses. They will sentence him to death and hand him over to foreigners who will make fun of him and spit on him. They will beat him and kill him, but three days later he will rise to life. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came up to Jesus and asked, Teacher, will you do us a favor? Jesus asked them what they wanted, and they answered, When you come into your glory... Please let one of us sit at your right side and the other on your left. Jesus told them, You really don't know what you are asking. Are you able to drink from the cup that I must soon drink, or be baptized as I must soon be baptized? Yes, we are, James and John answered. Then Jesus replied, You will certainly drink from the cup from which I must drink, and you will be baptized just as I must. But it isn't for me to say who will sit on my right side or at my left. This is for God to decide. When the ten other disciples heard this, they were angry with James and John. But Jesus called the disciples together and said, 
You know that those foreigners who call themselves kings like to order their people around, and their great leaders have full power over people they rule. Don't act like them. If you want to be great, you must be the servant of all the others, and if you want to be first, you must be everyone's slave. The Son of Man did not come to be a slave master, but a slave who will give his life to rescue many people. Jesus and his disciples went to Jericho, and as they were leaving, they were followed by a large crowd. A blind beggar by the name of Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, was sitting beside the road. When he heard it was Jesus from Nazareth, he shouted, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. Many people told the man to stop, but he shouted even louder, Son of David, have pity on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him over. They called out to the blind man and said, Don't be afraid. Come on, he is calling for you. The man threw off his coat as he jumped up and ran to Jesus. Jesus asked, What do you want me to do for you? The man answered, Master, I want to see. Jesus told him, You may go. Your eyes are healed because of your faith. At once the man could see, and he went down the road with Jesus. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about some of those words of Paul. And after the music, as always, we're going to pray.
before we pray, just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray for you, drop us a line. The links are all in the episode notes. We'd love to be able to pray for you and support you wherever you are. It doesn't matter what the situation is. Let us support you and pray for you. Today, I'd like us to pray for Kat. Kat is a friend of ours who's going through a really difficult time at the moment. So if we can remember Kat in our prayers. Our prayer today from our Walking the Way prayer handbook is a prayer for a new vision and a new understanding of what God is trying to do. Let's pray. Lord, may your words be like a lamp that lights our way. May our love be like a compass that gives us direction. May your truth be like a signpost bringing clarity. May your peace be like a measure that guides our decisions. May your hope be like a flag that declares we walk with you. May your words be in our minds. Your love guide our feet. Your truth be a sign. Your peace be a measure. Your hope be a flag. As we walk close to you this day. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episodes can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we really would appreciate it if you would, links to our giving page and also to our subscription service is in the episode notes as well. For more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and Spotify. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. Thank you.